0: to Motherhood Motivation, brought to you by Supermum Society. That little voice inside your ear full of inspiration, motivation and support on this amazing journey through motherhood. We bring you short podcasts full of powerful game changers to help you enjoy your motherhood and love your life. We know you're busy, so let's get into it. So this episode has a slight connection to the previous one, but don't worry if you haven't heard that episode. In the last episode we talked about excuses and really looking at whether they were they were valid or not because sometimes we are in a season of our lives where those excuses are valid. And one of the main ones I see this in is when our kids are young and not getting any sleep but people often continue to use that excuse reason. We're going to call it reason. People continue to use that reason. And yes, you might be in a, a shorter season of illness, uh, of your illness, of their illness, of a partner's illness, like that can be a key one where it's going to affect your sleep as well. But even when your sleep hours have been reduced through not necessarily any fault of your own, through your child being in a certain season. There are things that you can do to improve your energy levels. And that's what's key here. Yes, lots of sleep would be lovely. Those 8 to 10 golden hours would be amazing. And sometimes it's just not possible. But what we can do is look at other areas that we can affect and that we can improve that will improve the quality of the hours we are getting. Now, I know a lot of ways to do this. And I've put them all into a full PDF download ebook, which I'm currently offering for free. It's called My Supermum Secret to How How to Feel Less Tired on Less Sleep. And I will pop the link for that in the show notes and literally free to email ebook with all you can go through and start actioning some of the steps. But I think the key areas you want to look at your before, your during and your after and look at what in those areas is affecting your sleep. So during the sleep that you get, if there are lights in the room that are going to be keeping you awake for longer I wear a blackout mask now it makes such a difference some people might want to wear earplugs or even just like one earplug so the noise is muffled a little bit but maybe you still need to be able to hear for other things Uh, earplugs don't seem to do anything for me but the eye mask makes a big difference also uh what I'm doing before I go to bed how that improves the sleep I do get I use a pillow mist which again I'll link my uh, about three weeks into using a new one and I'm obsessed with it so I will link that one down below as well because I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, I will make sure I haven't drunk anything like overly sugary or sweet or high energy before going to bed, like sleepy teas and things like that can be really nice going before you go to bed. Ideally having some screen-free time. You can also now get the um, blue light filter glasses for like £6 on Amazon. I will link the ones I've got down below. And I pop those on and sometimes over an hour before bed, but even 30 minutes before bed can be great. I keep them in the sitting room, pop those on TV, phone, laptop, whatever it is I've got to do. If I've got to stay with a screen closer to my bedtime than I'd like, then those are an absolute winner, nice warm bath, a stretch before you go to bed can make such a difference. Like just a quick five minute stretch makes your muscles relax more. Once you get into bed, you're going to find it easier to go to sleep. Another thing that helps me go to sleep is having a brain dump book by my bed. So if I go to go to sleep and suddenly all these a million and one things start whirring around my head, I can dump them out onto paper and stop worrying about them. But there's also the things that you can do after to improve your energy. Coffee could actually be having a detrimental effect. If you're drinking really poor quality coffee, some people can't drink coffee after a certain time because it's then gonna affect their sleep, but some people also have a cap during the day I drink a low-caffeine alkaline coffee um, from Organa Gold. Uh, it's an, like a network marketing brand, so you have to find a rep or you can get it on eBay. And um, I drink that and I find that makes so much difference. But you can find other alkaline-based coffees, uh low calf instead of decaf. But if I am having, if I'm out and having other people's coffee, I've got like a two-coffee cap. Before it starts making me feel worse rather than better, looking at your food is there food that's draining your energy? High sugar foods, cakes, and stuff like that give you an energy spike, but your crash will be worse than when you started. So, trying to make healthier changes in the way you eat the struggle is real when you'll start to make these changes. Your body goes into a little bit of detox, but long term, These are going to keep your energy levels higher and more sustained. So I'll nibble on bits of goat's cheese and sheep cheese because I can't have cow but little bits of cheese or a boiled egg. Things like that will give you a much better sustained energy. As I said at the beginning, sometimes the hours of sleep you're getting is just beyond control. Like there's nothing that you can do. But other things to consider are can you take alternate days? Is there somewhere that you can sleep separate to your partner and he can be on kid duty one night, you can be on kid duty the next night? Things like that are worth considering, particularly when you're hitting like major sleep deprivation. Is it worth booking an Airbnb for the night so you can go and have a good night's sleep and recharge like fully? These are normally tactics we use in like big extremes, but they are worthwhile con- considering really worthwhile considering, I'm getting tongue-tied, really worthwhile considering, because sleep deprivation is a massive problem. But get the ebook, work your way through all the different things that can help improve your energy levels. And some people do survive four years on like five, six hours of sleep really well. Some people need much less sleep. And actually maybe it is what you're doing the rest of the time that's having a detrimental effect on your energy. I like eight hours, I don't usually get eight hours because I'm a 5 a.m.er and I like to get stuff done in the morning, but I use all these other tactics to keep my energy high the rest of the time. So like I said, ebook will be linked for free in the show notes. Enjoy! Thank you so much for joining us for this episode and if you have enjoyed it, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any in the future every download really does mean so so much so thank you for spending some of your precious time with us we would really appreciate a quick review because this helps us spread the message and reach more mums looking for a little motivation for a whole host of free game-changing resources head over to supermumsociety.com forward slash resources or connect with us on instagram our handle is at supermumsociety we look forward to connecting with you on this amazing journey through motherhood. And remember that being a super mum is all about being the mum that you want to be.